0: to the first ever episode of the Cammie Marsh Show. Um, like I promised, I'm not going to be in here alone the whole time, thank God. So my guest today is Ethan Brinkley.
1: Hello everyone.
0: So Ethan is from Carmi 2, just like me, I swear it's a cult. So <laughs> Ethan has agreed to be on today and we're going to learn a lot more about him. So Ethan, like we talked about, let's just kind of start at the beginning.
1: Okay, so like you said, I'm from Carmai. Well, originally North City, which is like a town over, so it's really kind of the same area. So normally I say I'm from Karmai. Um Let's see. I guess we can just talk about me now yeah, a little bit Yeah, it's all first, about you. And then we can all of it jump back. Um, <laughs> so right now I go to USI. I'm a graphic design major and studio art minor. Don't ask me my plans after that. That's just where we are now. Um, what year
0: of school are you in?
1: I'm a senior. I'm going to graduate in December. So that's why I said don't ask me my plans, because everyone is. And I'm like, well, we're going to figure that out.
0: Well, yeah, you don't need to decide yet.
1: Um, But Yeah, I live in Evansville now. I work at Target, which is... Fun most of the time. We That's love where Target. I see you all the
0: time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And even when I'm not working, you're gonna see me at A Target. Target. Yeah, same. Every time I go in there, my coworkers are like, What are you doing here? It's your day off. And I'm like, Yeah, but I'm coming to Target. I think like,
0: I should pick up some shifts for how oh, often yeah. I'm there. I might as well get yeah, paid. You might as well. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fun. And yeah, I love it. So do you like working there?
1: Um, yeah, I really do. Um it's retail, obviously, so there's moments mm-hmm. but overall it's I think it's a fun place to work I like the people I work with I have a good time the
0: vibes and target are always immaculate yeah, like exactly. how can it not yeah. I think I would be afraid that if I started working there and I hated it that target would forever be ruined for me
1: oh yeah I can see that and maybe it's just me because I feel like a lot of people I have worked with are like oh target I, can't, mm-hmm. I gotta get out of here and I'm like guys I'm we're having fun. Please, what do you stop. mean? It's
0: Target. Like we're yeah. just having
1: a good time. It's <laughs> not bad. Yeah,
0: they need to catch the Target bug. Yeah, yeah, Relax. Yeah. Come on. Absolutely. We're in Target. We cannot be having a bad time. It's yeah, against yeah, yeah. the law. It's jail time. Okay, so you work at Target. Mm-hmm. You're a senior in college. I am. Okay. Now what? What else are you besides a Target worker, a senior in college? There's so much more to who you are.
1: Um... I'm a Cancer, if you're into (gasps) astrology. I am. I'm a Gemini. Okay. Interesting. Do you know your moon and rising?
0: Okay, I know it, but I don't know it off the top of my head. I swear I have it in the note, which is so embarrassing. (laughs) No, it's not. So what's yours?
1: I am a Cancer Sun, um, Aries, Moon, and Leo rising.
0: Oh, My Leo rising
1: is the placement I hold on to with a firm grasp. It's the best part of me, I think.
0: You think? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I don't
1: like... I really like astrology. I don't know how much I like, you know, believe in it, quote unquote, but I'm going to hold on to that Leo rising placement because it's just good. I can't I even find Leos. my note right
0: now, but who cares? The main thing I hold on to is that I'm a Gemini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I know that it is like people don't want to be a Gemini. I so get it. So much
1: Gemini slander. And there I is. love a Gemini. See? I have so much fun. Here's the thing. Geminis a few personalities but you're gonna have a good time with all and of
0: every them. single one of them every is a good time exactly. Exactly. exactly exactly yeah no and that's the thing is like some people like okay my family I was not raised in the church at all okay so like some people that were raised in church a lot think that oh, it's they're like, really
1: weird that is weird like about worshiping yeah, the yeah, devil
0: yeah. and like that's crap. Oh, like absolutely. witchcraft. Like
1: I remember like the first time I ever put anything about astrology on my Instagram story. I was Gasp. like, people are going to be so scared. People <laughs>
0: are going to think that I am like in a cult now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. but I literally have two signs tattooed on me. So I got this scorpion. My sister is a Scorpio. Love that. So I got that. And then on the back of my arm, I have these like two little faces because I'm a of Gemini. Course, of course. So <laughs> yeah, that. but no, I've always been into it mm-hmm. and people always are like, either 50 50 it's yeah. either they know their whole chart mm-hmm. they're really into it or they're like what yeah i don't even know what mine is like yeah. they just pretend they don't know i'm like everyone knows what it is yeah, stop lying on. please it's just a little fun i'm not a cop it's just i'm not gonna fun. just relax it's, it's okay, be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly okay so let's talk about you growing up let's okay. go back so now we've got adult ethan mm-hmm. let's talk about young ethan Grew up in North City partially, karma partially. Yes.
1: Um, so as a child, um, to get it out of the way, if no one, or if you don't know as a listener, I'm gay. So that's probably like a lot of what we're going to talk about today. Yes. Um, I feel like it's like cliche to say like every gay person is like, oh, well, I knew I was different at a very young age. But like, there's like some truth to that. Obviously. Do you think like, that? That was one oh, of my yeah. questions. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I think obviously, as a five-year-old, I don't know what being gay is, like, I don't even, Uh I've never even heard that, it's, like, I have no idea, but I think when I started school, it was just, like, so obvious that I was different from other boys in my class, I, I don't remember a time in my life until, like, middle school, when I was, like, forcing myself, that I had, like, a group of, like, friends that were boys I was always playing with girls at recess Mm -hmm. or like in kindergarten like we were in the corner playing house and like I was just having a good time Mm -hmm. and that was just like natural and I felt like I connected with them and so that's what we did and then I feel like it was like sixth grade that you know other people were becoming aware of it and so I was trying to do more you think
0: other people were becoming aware of that that you were different or that you were gay
1: um oh I feel like younger people were aware that I was different okay like boys would be like why do you act like a girl why do you talk really like that? yeah well I mean I always use the excuse that I just have sisters yeah and so that was always like my like backup plan if someone brought it up and so I remember just always like being on guard about stuff like that but obviously I like I played with girl toys and I mm-hmm. like my interests were very girly quote-unquote and so definitely when I was younger, people would say things like that, like, why do you act like that? Why do you do that? Why don't you hang out with boys? Blah, blah, blah. But really around like sixth grade was when like, you know, that's like when people are like hearing about being gay. And it's oh, like, yeah. obviously a derogatory thing. And people are like, are you gay? Oh. And I'm like, I was homeschooled for a few years in the middle there. Yeah. So sixth grade was like my first year back in public school. Culture and shock. And I was like, what are you yes. talking about? I don't Especially even know what that Carmine. Is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I remember sixth grade. I made myself play basketball. Worst decision of my life. Same. Terrible. <laughs> not only was I bad at it, it's just not enjoyable for me to be there at all. I begged my mom to let me quit, and my mom is one of those gals that you know you signed you signed up for it. Mine we're gonna too. Fin- we're Whoa. gonna finish the season.
0: Lord help me, mom. And it taught me zero lessons. I only hated, I just hated it. it. Oh, it made it me, was me hate terrible. it more. It made me mad at you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so. Luckily, I was bad at it. So I didn't get a lot Me of floor too. time. I got to sit there. I had a good time. I would just like, you know, be having a good time up in the bleachers. And then mm-hmm. like, there was nothing worse than a game when we were winning by a lot. And they'd I be mean, like, Let's put the in end. the bench warmers.
0: <laughs> <Yes, yes. laughs> they'd be
1: like, all right, Ethan, you're going in. And I was like, do
0: oh, I have to? Um,
1: I'm not feeling I'm, good. <laughs> I feel like I might get sick. I don't you guys know. got this one in the bag. Keep I it going. Think, I think in the whole season, I touched the ball in a game one time. And, and that's too many. I'm talking, many. kid threw it to me and I threw it right back. Yes. Like it barely touched my hands and it was just a reflex, like get it away from me. I was so scared Yeah, the whole so time.
0: sports were not your thing.
1: No, absolutely not. And so I never did that again. And so then seventh grade actually was when we moved to Carmi. And so I remember thinking, okay, I've been dealing with all this. All these people are asking me these questions, like talking about me. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to a new school fresh start and I'm not kidding when I say like day three of school I was on the playground and this kid comes up and he said so are you gay and I was like (laughs) not again (laughs) and so I just sometimes wish I could just hug little Ethan because I feel like he was just walking around like nervous all the time like I just remember from such a young age being so aware of the way I was talking and the way that I was walking and like things that I would say I was interested in in front of other people and it was like only with my little group of girlfriends could I just mm-hmm. like have my good little time, and so in middle school I tried to have more friends that were boys, but it just like wasn't working. We just like didn't have things to talk about. So, no,
0: I know. Yeah, Who no. Who wants to talk to a middle school boy at any yeah. age? None. N- not me. No,
1: not <laughs> even then. Um, <laughs> and I, I did have a girlfriend in middle school. You may remember. Yeah. Shout out to Haley Raider because yes. Yes. we dated for like two years. Yes. For real.
0: No I do remember Um, it.
1: Yeah so that was fun. Pushed myself through that. Just (laughs) did what I thought I needed to do and
0: pushed myself through it. Even
1: (laughs) then like being so defensive and like always being aware of what I was doing and like not wanting people to suspect anything I still like wasn't aware of the fact that I was gay which is really weird and I like can't explain that to people but I just had such like this level of like That being over there and me being over here that I was like, well, that's not what I'm dealing with. I just have my own thing going on. Mm -hmm. I'm just girly. So Mm -hmm. I just have to like, you know, fight back against that. And so then in high school, I also had a long-term girlfriend. Shout out to Karen.
0: Shout out to Karen.
1: Karen's my best friend till the day I die. She just has to be. We've been through too much.
0: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But we
1: dated for like over a year, I think. It was a a long-term thing again. Um... And I make a joke. I don't know if this is TMI, but no. I make a joke often that no one makes a better wholesome Christian boyfriend than a closeted gay man.
0: Absolutely.
1: I'm not pressuring you, you to do yeah, anything, honey. No, you're we don't you're have safe. to do a thing.
0: Yeah. Hold my hand. That's. We don't even good have to me. do that. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to sit we next don't to have each other. To kiss.
1: <laughs> no need to rush things.
0: Yes? Yeah. You know what? Just take it slow.
1: And so. Uh, I went through that and we didn't break up because I was gay like it, that wasn't that um, because I didn't come out until much later but
0: Would you share why you broke up or oh, now?
1: Yeah, I think You don't I have would. to. Um I think well, it,
0: this was a breakup that sh- like shook, oh, the it shook the nation. Yeah, and this so was I'm like crazy. if you would just like, what happened come on publicly Karen? address what Ethan and Karen what happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um it's silly now, and we're fine with this person also. Like, I it's whatever. I was yeah. in high school, and also I'm gay, so I don't really care. Absolutely. Um, But we had a friend who was a boy, and he had, like, a crush on her, and it caused, like, this little bit of a Riff. disturbance. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah.
0: He had a crush on Karen. Yeah. Okay, and gotcha. And so
1: I thought she had a crush on him. It was just a whole thing. But, yeah.
0: And even though you weren't, like, romantically invested in her you still considered her a close friend yeah Yeah. this is the
1: thing that people are like so did you just like lie the whole time and i was like definitely not i think that the way that i loved karen then is the exact same as the way i love karen now and i just didn't know the difference between like friendship and romantic interest because obviously i was like protective i was like what are you doing like that's my girlfriend right and like i had all those feelings of like jealousy and stuff but I realized that I'm just a possessive friend, mm-hmm. and so I would still feel that way about Karen if she was like, oh, this is my best friend. I'd be like, who?
0: Um, what do you yeah. mean? I mean, thinking think you meant to point to me. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so I have, I've talked about that a lot with people because obviously people are like, were you just like lying or what What was the deal there? And I'm like, no. That
0: to me is really shitty. Yeah. Uh, like accusation. Yeah. Like, were you lying? Yeah. Okay, first of all, if you were lying, it's because everyone around you was probably making you feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, maybe take some ownership. Yeah. Maybe think if I was lying, maybe if I was suppressing everything, it was because of you people. Yeah.
1: And I definitely wasn't. I think I was just so unaware. Like, I I mean, you're even so young. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just, just a baby. And obviously, um, when we were in Karmai, pretty like mm-hmm. small minded little community. Yeah. Um, my family's very religious and I'm not saying anything bad about that yeah. at all. Uh-huh. Um, but obviously like all those factors are, you know, adding into this predicament I'm going through, you know? Um, so, so you yeah. were
0: raised in church. Oh, for sure. So a very young age. I mean that mindset too. Yeah. You're probably thinking there's no way I could be
1: gay. Oh yeah. I was like, not me. Right. I'm not gay. I remember like vividly. And there's a lot of things from middle school and high school I feel like I just block out. Like I can't remember. Same. I don't want to. No. <laughs>
0: Dissociation queen. But I
1: vividly remember like <laughs> I would be like hanging out with Karen, you know, mm-hmm. go on a date or something and then go home and like potentially view some things that were explicit. Mm-hmm. In a homoerotic way, perhaps.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would obviously, you know, I'm a teenage boy, whatever.
0: Yeah. Trying to figure out right. my
1: life. Um, and then I would still be like, I'm not gay, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I just, looking back, the confusion in that boy's head. Yeah. He was going through so much. And yeah, but I think confusion
0: is a good word for it. Yeah, I don't think you were lying or, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. being deceitful or you know, no, anything like that. You just, just don't even know. I just
1: didn't think that was me, like, I was like, that's not the issue I'm dealing
0: with, it was right? Just
1: this other thing, whatever. And
0: I mean, <laughs> I know that you're younger than me, but mm-hmm. still, when we were growing up, like, you're saying gay was an insult,
1: yeah, 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 like,
0: people would like do it as a jab like mm-hmm. okay you're gay yeah
1: yeah yeah. like Absolutely. i remember
0: when people said that yeah and like i mean the taylor swift song i'll tell your friends <laughs> that you're gay you oh, know yeah, like yeah, yeah. that was the thing like it was just normal yeah and so i think even like people from our generation i think that can be a lot of the struggle is that your yeah. mindset like gay is bad
1: oh for sure and for especially
0: for sure. when you're raised in a small community mm-hmm. in a church community yeah, yeah, yeah. that is like you know absolutely not not happening here duh in your mind you're thinking there's literally no way
1: yeah and so I just like separated myself from that even though I was like actively doing gay things Mm -hmm. um but yeah it just wasn't until later that I I remember specifically it was maybe my first year at SIC I think maybe second because I feel like it was like the winter of 2018. I don't know what it was, what took place, or, like, what little thing just snapped. But it was Christmas break, I remember specifically. And this boy that also went to SIC followed me on Instagram. And it was the first moment that I was like, oh, I have a crush on him. Okay. And then I was like, oh, oh, God. And that was the moment that, like, panic set in. And I was like, everything's making sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that w- I just had a moment of like, oh shit, here we are. Right. This is like I spent so long being like, no, no, I'm not. Leave me alone. No, I just like this. Or like, I just have sisters. Blah 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 blah. Like I'm. But just this girly. was a moment like when like, your guard oh. was
0: completely down. Yeah. And I was you just, just got a myself. notification on your phone, and yeah. then you have that natural response, and it's like,
1: <gasps> yeah. And, and I just sat there like in shock, and I was like, oh, okay, and so. I followed him back and then he like liked one of my pictures and that's when I really knew because obviously I had had what I thought was a crush on girls before but then I was just like, "Oh, I have a crush. Mm-hmm. Like this is like a real thing." And it was just that moment that I was like, "Yeah, I'm gay." And then from then, I feel like I moved pretty quick with it. Like I I accepted it for myself pretty fast. Obviously, I was scared because I thought all these things about gay people. And if you ask anyone I went to high school with, I was like violently homophobic. Like I remember yes. I remember having arguments in, in classes in high school. I'm not
0: saying yes like you were, but right, I'm saying right, right, like, no, but no everyone would, you was. You would know.
1: If anyone like. No, everyone was, though, that was Ethan, in my class, Everyone in Carmine like,
0: was, is, yeah. or has been violently yeah. homophobic. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: And if you weren't, you were just like weird and crazy like what is that about yeah Yeah. and so I remember getting an argument in high school and being like that's not right like I don't think gay people deserve rights like I yeah oh so obviously I was like terrified because I'm like well what now like my whole like worldview has been shaped this certain way and so I immediately just started like googling like do gay people go to hell
0: Oh like, my gosh.
1: Or like is being gay sinful? Because that's just like the only like view of it I've ever known. You exactly. know what I mean? And so I did a lot of searching. So and I
0: wanna know what what's did that search turn up for you? Because I have well, I have thoughts on it.
1: Of of course like the first few are like the same, you know, few Bible verses that are always used. And, like, that's something that I could talk about forever and ever and ever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but then I started finding, like, other people. Like, there's a lot of denominations of Christianity that are very LGBTQ affirming. Yes. Which obviously was mind-blowing to me because I was like, I didn't even know this was an option. Mm-hmm. Like, this is crazy. Um,
0: because where we're from, if you're like, gay, you yeah. don't belong in the church. Yeah, at all. You can't be in the front. You can't do anything. No, you can't.
1: I feel like I didn't even really know a lot of gay people in Carmine. And no. the ones that we did were just, like. Oh, yeah, they're kind of different. Mm-hmm. Like, there was always, like, You don't like, openly weird, like, talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was, like, weird, like, stigma just surrounding those people. Absolutely. And so I was like, oh, God, it's me. I'm that weird person that mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, he's just a little different. Um, so, yeah, I did a lot of research into it because, first and foremost, I was, like, scared of going to hell. Which is, like, well, another discussion for another yep, another day yep. <laughs> on religion and stuff, but... Yeah, that um, was where it started, and then I think around, that was in, like, December, by February, I came out to Karen, because at that point, we were, like, besties again. So, she's the first one she that you the told. the first person I told. <gasps> Special place in my heart. Yeah. Karen is literally my Over text, over phone, in person. In person. Okay, good for you. We had been working at the taco factory, mm-hmm. and we were just, like, you know, riding around as you do on a late night after work, and... I think she knew I was being weird. I knew I was being weird because I kind of feel like maybe at that point, like that boy had reached out to me or I had reached out to him, like something was happening and like I wanted to tell someone about it so bad. And so I just kept like, lingering like we had got back to my car at taco factory and I just kept sitting there and she was mm-hmm. like well it's getting late and I was like ah, yeah it is, sure is <laughs> and then I just got really weird and quiet and she was like are you okay and I was like I, I have to tell no. you something <laughs> and she was like okay did, are you
0: okay did you say are you gay <laughs> yes I am thank you for so asking at
1: this point she is dating Lane who she's okay. engaged to now yeah and so I'm like building up this secret that I have to tell her. And the whole time she thinks I'm about to tell her that I still love her or something, <gasps> the whole time she was panicked, she was like, oh, don't put me in a situation right now. Like, yeah, this, is, this no. is too much. And so then I sat there for so long and she was just staring at me and I said, I think I'm gay. And she just said, okay. Like and, then nervous? I sat, yeah. Yeah. and then I was like, well, I don't think, I mean, I know I'm gay. I don't know why I said that. Mm-hmm. And she was like it's okay and so then we sat did you cry oh I bawled like a baby I
0: would have too I did she because I would have if somebody oh yeah yeah. absolutely she was crying
1: I was crying we were hugging yes and from that point on it was just like that that's my best it's out yeah Yeah. and yeah it's out like Mm -hmm. that was such a relief that I just had someone to talk about things with because up until that point I was just I was just always dealing with it by myself and I was actually just watching Love, Simon before I came here to, like, get in the mindset of being sentimental and, like, mm-hmm. coming out moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a scene. Have you seen Love, Simon? I
0: haven't. No. You
1: should watch. Um, the mom is Jennifer Garner. Okay. So, obviously, she's just naturally love. pulling in yeah. her heartstrings. Obviously. But she has, like, a little monologue moment after her son comes out. And she's like, I just feel like your whole life you've been holding your breath and you finally get to exhale
0: it's gonna make me cry right now
1: (laughs) let me tell you I was crying before I came here every single time I watched this movie I've seen it like 800 times bawling Mm -hmm. every single time so yeah it felt like it just felt so nice to have someone to talk about things with and so from there
0: okay wait so how long before you know in your head you you had accepted yourself like I'm gay too when you told Karen how long you would you say was between that
1: I think it was like three months Maybe wow. two or three, because it was like December-ish.
0: Which it's a sure. it's short, but still like to be sure of it yourself and yeah. not tell anyone for that long. That's yeah. got to be difficult.
1: It was, yeah, I don't know what made me like really step on the gas, but I was like, okay, I guess we're just going to well, roll you're probably
0: it. just lonely. Yeah. You can't live like that. Yeah. And that's the thing
1: is that I just felt like I had all these friends or all these connections, but I was like, but they don't really know me like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like anyone really knows me at this point. And so for Karen to be like, of course I love you. You're my best friend. Like, that was like, oh, there's hope. Like, yeah. there is hope for, like, what's coming. Mm-hmm. And so from there, I think I told, like, a few other friends that worked at Taco Factory. Um,
0: well, and if I know Carmine, that means that the whole town knew by So there was a little sunrise. situation
1: that we ran into yeah. where someone <laughs> had told someone who told someone. And mm-hmm. then it got back to Karen's sister. Mm-hmm. And so she texted Karen. And I remember we were together the time that this happened. And Karen said, Carson, just asked me if you're gay. And I was like, how would she know that? And she was like, well, maybe it's just like, you know, people have always thought you were gay. Right. And I was like, okay, well, like, find out where she heard that. And so it ended up, like, someone had told someone, you know, don't tell anyone but. And then that person told someone who, you know, Everyone don't tell tells anyone Everyone one but. person. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on. And so it got back. And. That was a moment that I was so scared because you know how things just zoom through a little area like that. And at that. this
0: point, you haven't told your family.
1: Oh, absolutely not.
0: So, okay, wait. Um, her little sister, is she close in age to your little sister?
1: Yes. Okay, so, so you're like high-key panicking. These are people that were closely connected to mm-hmm. my sister. And I feel like at this time, Jenna also worked at Taco Factory with mm-hmm. me because there was a time period we both worked there. And so I was panicked. Like, I was in a state of panic. And I said, I need to know every single person. Like, I need to her to find out who that person heard it from and who that person heard it from. And I was sending out, like, mass text. And I was like, if you tell anyone, blah, 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 like, please don't do this to me. Sends like, out group like, text. Did you hear it that
0: I'm gay? Please. <laughs> if you did, don't
1: tell anyone. <laughs> and so that was, like, sometime that spring, like, 2019. And then around, like, summer, I... Which you do too. Mm-hmm. I love Leslie Kessler. Yes, Leslie Kessler. She's
0: a total icon. Bestie
1: since junior year.
0: I want her to come on the podcast,
1: and she should.
0: I know she has so much good things to say. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So I like became besties with her my junior year, and then senior year I took journalism again. Obviously, I was an yeah. editor. Got a so, double. down. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I gave her kids piano lessons. Yes. and I, like dog sat for her like. That's my bestie girl. Uh And so she was the first adult that I came out to. Really? And I don't know what made me like say it. We would just text casually after I graduated anyway. I want to
0: know what her sign is because I told her a lot of my deepest, darkest secrets senior year too. And I'm wanting to know what is it about this woman that is pulling it out of everybody? I think she... Her birthday is April 1st. I think she's
1: an Aries.
0: Yeah. So what is it?
1: I'm pretty sure I don't know but she you, just has the best she vibes. just has a way of like connecting with like one person each year I think like she yes. just builds these little besties yeah with, within her classroom <laughs> like there's just always one that she's like that's, that's the one that's it yeah we, we are connecting <laughs> on a different level and like I still talk to her like pretty I regularly. do too yeah, yes yeah, yeah. so at this point I've like just graduated or like about a year ago or so and I think she was just like casually texting me and being like oh me and the girls just love you I think maybe I had seen her recently Mm -hmm. and I was like I have to tell you something and she was like okay and I was like I always pulled out that was it in person or over text no this one was over text oh okay I was like I'm gay and I'm just really scared because people are finding out and And I was just like I sent like a novel to Mm -hmm. her and she was like I mean, of course she was an angel and she was like, Ethan, my family loves you so much. I don't care if whatever you are, blah, blah, blah. I support you. So that was nice. And then right after that, like, I think telling an adult like that was what really like pushed me. And so I think I came out to my parents like the next day.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: And so that kind of took place because I had just been being weird anyway around them and I like my mom knew something was up and they were like what's going on with Ethan like what what you know what's his (laughs) deal right now and so I had written a letter okay (laughs) so cliche so embarrassing that this is how I handled it no Um, but I think at the time I just I did not know any other way like there was no way I could sit down and look my parents in the eye and And say it out loud yeah um because I had even then, like, rarely said it out loud. Like, I, I was I mean, heck, if we that. can get
0: a bird to deliver it, so I oh, don't yeah. have to be there. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: So this was so dramatic of me, but I went to my room and got the letter because my mom had been like, what is going on with you? Like, what is your deal? And I had a breakdown and, like, wouldn't say it. And they were just like, why are you bawling? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and so I, you know, wrapped it up. And then I went to my room and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And so I got the letter and I went back to the living room and I was just like, here. And, like, I, like, shoved it at her. And then I left. I'm talking, got, in, house? My, okay, got, got in my car, car, drove away. Zoom. Yeah. I mean, I was Zooming. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was just, you know, doing a little car, my country loop. I was out by the golf course. Might my, not return. Might. I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure where I was headed.
0: <laughs> we're, we're going nowhere fast. Yeah. We're out of here.
1: <laughs> and so my dad called and I didn't answer because I was like, I'm not going to answer. And so he left a voicemail and he was crying. <gasps> and I want you to know, I've heard my dad cry, like, or seen my dad cry so few times in my no. life and he was like please come home don't do anything stupid like it's okay just please come back and so I was like I mean I guess I'm gonna whip a yui <laughs> like we're going home and so I guess I, I have went to talk to my parents again and it was incredibly <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable and it was okay um that first night and I went to bed feeling pretty good and I, like, texted Miss Kessler, and I was like, oh, I did it. I came out. Everything's fine. And then I texted Karen. Like, anyone that knew, I was like, guys, guess what happened? And then the next day it was just not the same. Mm. And I want to say first that my parents are so supportive of me, and I'm so blessed to have the family that I do mm-hmm. because so many queer kids don't have that experience. True. Um, but it was so very rough in the beginning, and it was kind of just like, No, back in the closet for you, little guy. I
0: mean, to be expected. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they never imagined it for you. And so it's a shock to you. It's a shock to them. So, I mean, nothing bad on them at all. I mean, that is, it's big news. Yeah,
1: I really do think that they did the best they could with what they, like, knew and thought at that time. You know, like, with, with everything that they had experienced in their life. They just reacted the way that anyone else would have in that situation. Um, And so, like I said, after that, it was kind of just like. What about your sisters? Okay. So Jenna, that first night was like kind of about it. Like she came down to my room, like snuck down to my room at like midnight after that. And she was like. So like like, what's your type? Like, what kind of boys are you into? Yeah, because now like, you guys are going to talk yeah, about like boys we're together. are going to have like a different yeah, experience. Exactly. And then I think just seeing like my parents' reaction after that, she kind of like pulled back. Mm-hmm. And no hate to Jenna because she literally said, "If you go on this podcast and talk bad about me, we are <laughs> she done." She
0: recommended that you come. Yeah. She's like, "Now like, don't go on there and gave slam you me. this platform. <laughs> if you go on there and say
1: one bad thing, um, shout
0: out to you, Jenna." But,
1: but yeah, it was also rough. And then I feel like Maggie didn't really have much to say. That's my older sister. Mm -hmm. She just kind of, like, took a back seat and was like, we'll just let this play out. Write it out. out." Yeah. Yeah. So after that, it just was not really talked about. And I pretty much was just, like, going to work, coming home, going to my room. Because at this point, I was taking a gap year Mm -hmm. from school, which was, like, very timely. Yes. Little baby had a lot to figure out. Mm -hmm. And so I was just working full time at a vet clinic. And so I would just, like, come home, go to my room, talk to no one. And I was, like, not speaking to anyone. I was just, like, being really weird. And so that went on for a few months. And then once again, I decided I would just get, like, a wild hair. And I'd be like, now's the moment. (laughs) And so it was October, which National Coming Out Day is October 11th. Okay. And it just so happened that I was dog sitting for the week. So I was – I was away, like, I was by myself, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is the perfect time to cause a rocket. <laughs> this is the perfect opportunity. And so I texted my mom the night before and was like, by the way, just out of respect, I wanted you to know, like, tomorrow's National Coming Out Day, and I'm going to post something about it on Instagram. And obviously, she was like, "Oh, don't do that, like, please don't do that, we need to talk about this, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, which is, like, fair, um, but then the next day came around and I just did it anyway. Yes. Not great. I was in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um But this is a moment where I just have to believe in a higher power. Um because that night after, or like the next day, I guess, because I put I waited till like 10 PM to post it on National well, yeah, Day. I was obviously. scared. I was like horrified. And then I was sitting yeah. there like for an hour with it just sitting there and I was like, you gonna do it or what? And so the next day, then that night, I got hit by a drunk driver, totaled my car. How did I not know
0: this? Yeah,
1: totaled my car. I was totally fine, walked away without a scratch. Um, But if that wasn't a little God nod, I don't know what is Mm -hmm. because that put everything into perspective.
0: For your whole family. For my whole family. Mm -hmm. And so
1: from there, it was a a lot better, you know, because I feel like it was like, well, he's gay, but he could be dead. Exactly. So that was a, a good, like, full circle moment, I guess. But, yeah, and then from there, it's just been, you know, I mean, it was obviously awkward for quite some time. And even still, sometimes I feel like I, like, don't really share a lot about my life with my parents just because I I don't want to, I don't know, I still have a weird thing about, like, I feel like I'm making them uncomfortable. And I'm definitely not because my mom, like, tries to start conversations, but then I feel uncomfortable. Literally just, like, two weeks ago, we had been on vacation and we stopped at the mall in Nashville, and my mom was, like, trying to give this man at one of the little booths in the mall, my number, she was like, do you think he's cute? You want me Aww. to give it, I'll, I'll do it if you want me to. And I was like, you can't do that. Like, you can't just do that. I don't want to do this.
0: I know, but that's, But it was like a, that is it was sweet. a good
1: moment. Yeah, it was yeah. really sweet for her to say that. And yeah. it means a lot when she does little things like that.
0: Absolutely. And I, I mean, know. going back to what you said about, you know, yeah, he's gay, but he could be dead. There are people right now that are going to listen to this podcast that might be in the same boat that you were in. Mm-hmm. And they literally might be thinking they'd rather be dead.
1: Oh yeah. Than for to sure. to be gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: I think for me, that's something I'm not comfortable with. Yeah. Being the climate. Right, right, right. Why?
1: And that's why like I'm a very social media involved person, almost to a fault. Like I'm very obsessed with social media. And sometimes I'm like, you are so loud, you're so annoying, like you are constantly posting. But I feel like like that's like my little contribution that I can make. No, you
0: need to and, be like,
1: show that if I can be comfortable, like, being Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever, then, like, other people can, too. And also because, I don't know, I feel like being a white gay man is, like, the most digestible of, like, the LGBTQ community. Like, at the end of the day, like, most people are going to at least laugh at a gay man, you know? Like, we're funny. So, like, it's easy for me to exist Mm -hmm. much more than some of my friends or, like, other people in the community. So I feel like I kind of have to use that to my advantage, and, like, you know, use my platform to, like, elevate other people who don't have that privilege. So,
0: what, what would you say are some of the harder things to digest, like you said?
1: Um, I mean, I feel like even just, like, lesbians have, like, a stigma around them. You like, think so? I do. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like maybe not so much now, like, it's, it, you know. It's, it's getting better it's all pretty, the time, Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think. Like, we're always progressing for the most part, mm-hmm. but I still feel like sometimes lesbians are, like, just, like, seen as, like, different, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just don't think people, like, can get down with it on, like, a comedic level, yeah. even as much as, like, a gay man, I don't know, and then, like, I don't know, just transgender people, mm-hmm. um, non-binary people, I just don't think,
0: there's as much there's just progression not as, no. in those areas as there needs to there's be, there's
1: not as much representation, and often the representation that is there is, like, really bad, yeah, like, sometimes I'll watch a TV show with, like, queer characters, and mm-hmm. I'm, like, this is, like, really really bad. bad this is a show about gay people for straight people yeah and it's not doing well like it's, it's not it's, not, it's good. not giving
0: what it needs to give and
1: so I think a lot of times I just whenever I see people that are homophobic or transphobic whatever I just like want to ask them if they've ever like talked to a gay person right because I often feel like like the LGBTQ community if you don't know anyone in it like it's just seen as like this like like scapegoat for politics to like rile up or like stir the pot. And it's like just an issue that we have to figure out how to deal with. And it's like, these are like people like these, this is me. This is my friends. Like, right. Have you ever like sat down and like listened to a gay person talk about anything? Their story. Like, have you tried I mean, to connect yeah. with them on any level? Right. And even myself, like, obviously I, I mean, I'm from Carmine. Like I was never around like gay people at all. Mm-hmm. And so being at like USI and even just living in Evansville, I'm meeting like all kinds of people um, I had never really been like around a non-binary person before. Um, and now like I have close friends who are, and like, I get that more because I've sat down and like listened to them, gave you them know? a chance to talk about it. And so like, I feel like that's one that's really hard to comprehend for people because again, it's very politicized and like what gender is, is very debated all the time. And that's like, not my thing. I don't like to get into that because yeah. I don't want to like argue with people. Sure. Um, but I always just go back to like, But have you ever like talked to a person that has experienced this and feels this way?
0: And okay, here's my stance. Let's just say somebody thinks it's a sin. Mm -hmm. Okay, which whatever. We're not we're not going to give we're not going to deep dive in that. Maybe (laughs) part two. Right. Um, If somebody thinks that, and you're using the Bible as your you know argument, Mm -hmm. in what way are you then using the Bible in your response? Right. Because your response is to completely dehumanize the person, yeah, yeah, yeah. shame them, cast them out of your church, mm-hmm. make it make sense. Yeah, and
1: I just feel like the level that it's gotten to recently is just, you're just not seeing them as people at all. No, like it's, it's it literally it, you're is just dehumanizing. just an issue, like, yeah. that you think you have to, like, eradicate from society, and it's like. These are people like this, the things that you're saying will affect people and the things that you want to, like the things you support or the laws that you support, like that will affect people, like that will change people's lives. And I don't think that you even know the ways that it would do that. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I really do try to understand where everyone's coming from and coming from a very conservative background. Obviously, like I've lived that side of it. You
0: can get both sides. And so I
1: do understand. And I think a lot of people really do have the best of intentions I just don't think they've ever, like, thought for themselves or, no, like, opened true. their mind a little bit.
0: So, I mean, like I said, I was not raised in church mm-hmm. by any way, stretch, right. or shape, or form. But, um, which my parents, I feel like they, like, didn't even talk about mm-hmm. gay people. Yeah. But I feel like if you were raised in church... You talked about it a lot,
1: yeah. And I really feel like even my parents, I we just didn't really talk about it. It was just just like heard through other people, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I would just assume that that's how we felt too, yeah. And so, yeah, I just wasn't ever really exposed to it. But like, I
0: knew gay people, like growing up. Oh yeah. And I mean, my parents were never weird about it. Mm -hmm. Never, they were just like, yeah, they're gay. Yeah. Like it was so nonchalant Mm -hmm. at my house, and then like. As I got into high school, I started becoming a youth group kid, mm-hmm. and that was like a shock to yeah. my system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing people get so um, riled up. Yeah. About it, I was so confused. I'm like, how was this affecting your life? Though? Yeah. Cause like so
1: crazy that you were on that side because I was the, I was the people getting riled up. I and know. Being like, I know. This is crazy.
0: I know, and it's like. But is it crazy? Yeah. Like, really, when you sit down and think about it, it's really not that crazy.
1: It's going to be okay. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I even think about, like, in my mind was shaped in that way. Like, mm. I was, like, I wouldn't say homophobic because, again, yeah, yeah. growing up, really, it was no big deal at my yeah. house. But I was definitely, like, on the, like, this is a problem. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I'm like,
0: a problem for who? Why? <laughs> and then I remember when, the, you know, we, It was like, I don't even remember what year it was. They were talking about legalizing gay marriage Mm -hmm. and stuff. And everyone was like, this isn't. It was
1: like the end of the world. This
0: is going to affect every marriage. Yeah, And and I'm like, but I'm married. And I've been married for almost nine years in October. And the way that. Gay people getting married has not affected I just am my marriage, not sure what, and that's what I'm what saying. They like, were getting at. I feel like people like use so much like emotion and mm-hmm. anger in the wrong way, and they say these crazy things, but people believe it.
1: Well, and that's the thing is that I feel like most people aren't even as homophobic as they are. You know what I mean? Yes. Like they've just like it's performative they've just in a way. Been, like conditioned to think that oh, this is the way we think, and this is why, and they just don't really step outside of that, which is just annoying and that's one thing that does really upset me about any kind of organized religion is i just don't think people are having their own thoughts
0: so do you identify as christian anymore or no
1: i would say yes okay i think
0: i do too i think
1: till i die like it's just it's all i've ever known like it very much is the way that i you know it's like the lens i view the world through in a lot of ways
0: do you go to church
1: um currently no i don't i'm kind of in a state right now where i'm just like separating myself me too um A few of my friends that I hang out with a lot who are also gay were just talking the other day because we went to the pride parade and there were like a few churches that had floats that were like
0: great
1: and we were like talking about that and I was like oh yeah I know like there's quite a few denominations especially in Evansville because you know I feel like in karma it's like you're like Baptist or Methodist right right and even then like the Methodist isn't even as progressive as Methodist churches elsewhere no you know it was (laughs) it was all the same though. But in Evansville, there's, like, a lot of different churches. And so we were talking, and we were, like, we should go to church sometime. Like, that would be so interesting. Because, like, you know, I've never really been to a church that's, like, openly affirming in that way. Um, but, yeah, I think it will just always be a part of me. And I I, I don't know. I'm in a state of, like, like I said, separating myself right now just because it has been so negative in a lot of ways. But I think that I'll always, like, fall back on it. You know, like, and anytime yeah. I stop, like oh, no, I'm not really Christian, or I don't believe in God, or, like, whatever, and I've had those moments, I, like, always just, like, kind of find my way back, in some ways, at least, like, I just think it will always shape the way that I view the world.
0: And, I mean, I'm the same way, like, I still believe in God, like, I'm totally for that, but we are not going to church right now, um, just for some of the big issues that are going on, of, like, the church isn't really being the church right now yeah and i don't want to raise my kids in that mm-hmm. i don't want my kids to be raised to have this mindset yeah. that the community that i was raised in had that yeah, mindset and
1: i that's like not what i thought church was as a child either like oh, i feel like no you never could have convinced you're like, me like oh church is all about Best love and it's so much fun and we're just talking about blah blah blah
0: and that's because we fit the box yeah and, and as soon like, as you don't fit the box, you yeah. see it. You get you it.
1: you see like what it's like. And yeah, that's just.
0: It's a whole, it's a whole, a whole, nother, podcast. A whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother episode. episode. Ethan, you that's have a, to come back. That is a
1: rabbit hole. <laughs> I don't know if you'd want me to go down. I could just talk for hours.
0: So, okay. I had to have a couple of questions, okay. which you've done so good. You've like answered a lot of my questions. Okay. Um. What is your biggest challenge in your adult life? Because I mean, okay, sorry to cut you off. I asked you a question then no, I started okay. talking, but you're gay mm-hmm. but your sexuality isn't who you are right like I, I'm I straight actually, but I'm not out here like you know yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I mean like there's so much to who you are
1: so yeah, and what do thing, you think
0: the biggest challenge has been for you
1: I would say just allowing myself to be like however I'm feeling like I feel like when I first came out, I was, I had a really, really, really toxic mindset of being like, you have to be so good. You cannot cuss in public. You cannot do this. You cannot drink. You will not smoke. You will not. I had this long list of things that I was like, you have to do this. And my whole thought was that that way people will say, well, he's gay, but he's a really good kid. Mm -hmm. And thinking about that now makes me sick because... It was almost as bad as being in the closet. Like, I was, like, still, like, walking on eggshells all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like really just in the last maybe even, like, two years, I feel like I actually am, like, doing things I want to do because I want to do them or, like, I don't know. I just live more freely, I guess. And, like, I used to be so bad about, like, you can't post that on social media because so-and-so is going to see it and then they're going to think that you're one of, like, the bad gay people. You're going to be
0: in the group chat.
1: Yeah. Like, even... Even though I had come out, I still had this like very internally homophobic idea of like, I'm gay, but I'm not that kind of gay person. Mm-hmm. Like I won't throw it in your face, and I won't talk about it all the time. And I'm just normal. I'm just a normal guy. I just happen to be gay, also. Yeah. And I was like, but girl, no. Like just be yourself, and like, yeah.
0: Don't water it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And as much as like, I am like a believer in you're more than your sexuality, and you're a person, and you have interests, and in, you know all this complexity to you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, being gay, like, shapes so much of who I am because, like, it's the way that I view the world. And, like, Absolutely. it affects my interests and the music I listen to and the friends I have. And so, obviously, when I started, like, leaning more into that, like, I just started attracting more of that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, uh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Here I am. I get it. So, I get we kind of touched on this earlier, mm-hmm. but if you could go back to before you came out, what would you do differently?
1: I think I would... Tr- It would be hard, but ideally, I think that I would have just tried to, like, have more of a conversation with my parents early on rather than just, like, throwing it at them and kind of shutting them out, you know, Mm -hmm. because I feel like I've always been bad at talking about my feelings. I hate it. I hate to be vulnerable. I hate to put myself in any situation ever, and so what all I really did was just, like, throw it at them and then, like, close the door in their face and, like, I don't want to talk about it, blah, 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 and just, like, "Mm, we're done. Mm -hmm. And so I think, which my mom has told me like a million times, like if she could have done different or like if there was a chance to do over, there's a lot of things she handled wrong, blah, blah, blah. And so I feel the same way. I think that on both sides, things could have been handled a lot differently and it would have gone a lot better. Um, But I feel like. I don't know. I got to show myself a little grace and I think I probably did the best I could in that moment.
0: Right. Yeah. I totally agree. I mean, hearing you tell your story Mm -hmm. the whole time, the whole time I'm just thinking like for how young you are Mm -hmm. and how foreign really this whole thing is to you. I thought you handled it great. Thanks. I mean, truly, I've never been in that situation, but the letter thing, smart, smart.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it wasn't great. I guess the outcome wasn't great, but like I had a good thought. Like I think it was a good idea. Absolutely. In the way that I couldn't really like, you know, come to it face to face, you know?
0: Yeah well jenna shout out to you thank you so much for suggesting that ethan come on ethan you have been on my list since we started the podcast literally like Arwen and i were like we have got to get ethan on and so i'm so glad that you came in today you did a fantastic job thank you i had fun yes and happy pride month thank you (laughs) okay well that's all we have for today so we'll see you next time